everybody and welcome back to another episode of FNI Rap Chat uh, with the two Pauls. Um, you're very welcome along uh, if this is your first time listening in. Um, uh, our podcast is available on the Headstuff Podcast Network and we're very grateful for their support. Um, equally, it's available on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, all of those uh, different platforms. So uh, give us an L like and share and rate us and if, uh, share with a mate uh, if they work in film and TV in Ireland. Or if they like listening to people have a chat about stuff in film and TV. Yeah, you know, just pass it on. Uh, yeah, like a mixtape, but w- with a link instead. Uh, we'd like that. And I'm sure they would too. Um, so it's cold out there, which is awful, but also kind of cool if, you know, you like that kind of thing. Um, so if if it's cold, that means that it's it's winter. And if it's winter, that means that we have our annual Christmas get-together, uh, which we're having uh, in a couple of weeks um, over the Christmas period. Uh, it was really well attended last year. It was really fantastic. We had uh, 60 people there. Um, all networking and hashtag living their best lives, swapping business cards and so on. This year we have a table quiz entitled Beard Runner, <laughs> which is uh, being hosted by Colin McKeown. Uh, we're just confirming some details there and we'll throw up uh, those final details on our social media platforms over the next day or so. So keep an eye out for that. Um, and tickets will be uh, available for that. Uh, you can uh, buy a ticket for a couple of tables. And we have uh, w- this year has been really fantastic. I mean, you have to, we have to give a massive thanks and shout out to uh, some sponsors of our event this year. Uh, the Cork Film Festival are giving giving us a prize, as is the Richard Harris Film Festival. Screen Producers Ireland, Camera Kit, uh, the Irish Film School, John Borman's new operation there on Pier Street. Um, who else have we got? Um, Filmophily, uh, Virgin Media Dublin Film Festival are being very kind as our film equipment hire. Um, Screen Skills, Brown Bag Films, uh, The Galway Film Fla, Element Pictures Distribution, Headstuff Podcast Network, our pals, and uh, Lighthouse Cinema are throwing in as well. So if you'd like to win two turtle, uh, two, t- two turtle doves, three French hens, uh, or a partridge in a pear tree, come along. Uh, it'd be great to uh, to have to see some new faces, but also see some people that regularly uh, attend our events, and we'd love to have you along. So, today on the podcast, we have uh, two brothers, um, Jake and Luke uh, Morgan from Galway. Um, Luke is a director, and Jake composes uh, music for all their films. They run a collective, a filmmaking collective in Galway by the name of Project Spatula. Um, and this year, they, uh, the collective uh, made their first feature, Sooner or Later, uh, which premiered at the Galway Film Fla and then subsequently went on to screen at the Cork Film Festival. So it is a good one, particularly for people who are making films in uh, outside of Dublin and they feel, uh, you know, uh, dis- disenfranchised or, you know, it, it's a it's it's a good one in terms of making your own opportunities and uh, working together, collaborating to uh, to you know make the best project that they can and get it out there. It is possible even with lower budgets um, to get these films into festivals and get notice. So um, without any further ado, um, yeah, this is Jake and Luke Morgan on the FNI Rap Chat. We're in the studio here with Jake and Luke Morgan. How are you doing, guys? How's it going? Paul, Great. how are you? What has he in Dublin? Um, we're actually uh, working. We're, we've got a company, uh, Morgan Creative, so we've, we, have, we have a shoot on. We had a shoot on this morning in DCU, and cool. uh, we have another one tomorrow in Nagoya Loga. Oh, cool. Is this kind of corporate co- commercial stuff? Or? Yeah, yeah. yeah, so videography. Okay, great. How's it going? It's going very well. Is this a new venture? 
newish. It is, yeah. Um, we've we've been working together our whole lives, but um, right. we decided that we wanted to kind of go out, go out on a limb and uh, try and take things into our own hands and make our make you know make make our own way in the world. Yeah, cool. So uh, yeah. Doleless, both of us now. And, uh, it's <laughs> kind of scary. <laughs> yeah. Our mom's in, in New Zealand and our dad's in Malaga, so... Okay. But it's cool. You're making, making your way in the world. The Indeed, big world. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you're our first siblings, film siblings. Oh, uh, great. <laughs> we're the Coen brothers of Ireland. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we've had a film couple, but that's... Yeah, so... Uh, um, so, yeah, we might just... We'll start with you, Luke, and just maybe go back to... Like, Kind of your first, how you first fell in love with film. So film is a thing that has always been part of my life. Uh, we didn't have a TV, Jake, did we? No. Until uh, we were 13. That was until a conscious was thing by your parents, was it? I think it was, actually. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we did have a TV. It could play via VHS. Right. Yeah. And we could play PlayStation on it. Okay. Uh, but we we didn't actually... We weren't exposed to the same sort of stuff yeah. that uh, people our age would have been exposed to. So we we watched movies instead. That was our that okay. was our entertainment. And we also had <clears throat> our parents had this for some reason in the house. They had this big VCR machine um, that recorded directly to tape to, right. to VHS tape, tape. And myself and Jake and and uh, our best mate Joseph, uh, we we used to make uh, films when we were kids and like it didn't it didn't really strike me as something that um I would end up doing or pursuing as my as my primary career back then right it was just something that we did for no reason at all actually yeah. it was yeah. it was uh, to fill the days and um yeah, it wasn't done to impress any girls in our class. It wasn't done because <laughs> our parents were were filmmakers. Uh, yeah. It wasn't done f- to to show it anywhere. Even yeah, it was yeah. just done because like for the love of it. Yeah, for the crack. Yeah. And um, we made this film called a Sham Movie. Right, about a guy who gets bitten by by a sham and starts turning into a sham, and it was like fifteen minutes long. You might have to explain Sham. <laughs> sham <laughs> is like a wannabe hard man, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody who, uh, yeah. So there was there was a few of them in our school. So we were like, <laughs> it was just the most ridiculous. It was like even more ridiculous than it's than it sounds. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, like, but but it was just great crack, and there was no editing software. So we had to yeah. you remember we had to, <laughs> we had to like roll the camera and then you know say action and do the do the scene and then pause it pause yeah, yeah. the tape move to the next so like in camera yeah, yeah yeah and yeah. then all the sound songs that we wanted to have featured in the movie because those were the, that was around the time the polyphonic ringtones were really right, yeah, were really yeah. popular you know so um we had to like hold the phone up to the to the camera and, yeah. <laughs> and press play at the yeah. same time as the record <laughs> button was pressed <laughs> so it was yeah it was just like mad you know yeah <laughs> and Luke or Jake sorry um, you were more interested in music growing up was it? yes actually yeah. myself and Luke were, were yeah. in a band together okay. actually when we were teenagers and we went we were called South Ember we went for about four years and there's a band before South Ember now what was that called? oh Jesus <laughs> that was the dark days <laughs> What kind of music? Um, the first band was like metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, we played like Metallica covers. We were it, the band's. The band was called ED, right? Erectile dysfunction. <laughs> it's our dad's idea. <laughs> <laughs> we had a brainstorming session one day of names, and Dad just brought up all the gross ones. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we were like twelve and thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> he suggested there's this four of us in the band. He suggested yeah, yeah. that we all shave our heads and call ourselves the Four Skins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we were growing our hair. That's we had why. long hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. We were into Metallica, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, and then we went into more sort of uh, you know popular band. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and did gigs around Galway. We're too. We're at that stage where some of us were too young to actually play in bars. Yeah, yeah. So we were doing youth clubs and you know yeah. these talent competitions yeah, and yeah. stuff. And we did. Yeah. We we cleaned up really you know we did pretty well yeah it was cool to be playing the likes of the Clifton Arts Festival we played right. in the you know in the town yeah, yeah. square in Clifton and Leisureland uh, and yeah for the yeah. Junior Sir Disco and you know that was the big thing back yeah. then of course you know everybody yeah. is like oh my god yeah, yeah, yeah look yeah. at them on stage yeah, yeah um so yeah music has been part of our life uh and that's what you were more focused on then you weren't thinking of exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah well I've always been interested in writing actually was right, prob- okay. was probably my my mm. primary background so yeah. You know, I used to, um, I used to 
have these copy books yeah. um, that I'd, I'd fill up with stories as a kid. And I was always interested in reading because yeah. of the TV thing. And um, <clears throat> so mon- monkey see, monkey do. So I've always been interested in writing. There was the band dimension um, with the, that brought the music. And I love art as well. Like I, I loved, it was my favorite subject at school. I had a great teacher, Mr. Dowling, who who was very inspirational in secondary school uh, to me, and also um, and also the film thing, which was embedded from an early age. So all of those kind of came to, to together. It's music, like film, yeah. is the nice blend of music, uh, mm-hmm. uh, storytelling, and and visual art. So yeah. um, it, it, when it fell to me to make a decision as to what I was going to do after secondary school, it seemed like the yeah. the best way forward. Okay, and Jake, did you? pursue music then in college yes okay. straight after leaving cert I actually got accepted into the Royal Irish Academy before I did my leaving cert okay so I was sort of a bit laxy daisy about it <laughs> well I I was still studying and stuff but yeah, I, yeah. I knew you didn't I, even I, go to school <laughs> <laughs> why would you you didn't even apply <laughs> to the Royal Irish Academy <laughs> music so you just had to pass <laughs> so I just had to, yeah, I did, yeah. Uh, yeah exactly and then from there I, uh, I did my course there and then I went on to uh, do a music for games uh, video okay. games in Griffith College that was just a one-year thing okay and i'm just finished my master's degree from um the university of edinburgh oh right yeah i'm graduating on tuesday okay cool cool um and what was did you have a thesis for that yeah Yeah. okay um the thesis actually um it was it was a final project and the thesis had to you know sort of fit in with that yeah um and the the final project i did was our feature film um oh, cool. sooner or later yeah okay cool we'll get to that <laughs> sooner <laughs> <Yeah>. or later <laughs> uh so it was gmit in galway you went to then yeah I, I believe you did that course did, as well yeah, yeah, yeah. F- a few years ahead yeah, yeah. <laughs> we listened to Class the of and podcast and you said that you were you mentioned that yeah um yeah yeah i i graduated from that in 2015 okay. i went in just after leaving certain 2012 yeah and uh, yeah, so you you'd know Celine and oh yeah, yeah. and Donal and yeah, Julia yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was it four years when you were there or just three? It was a three year course. Yeah, yeah. yeah three yeah. year um, level eight. Okay, so yeah. it, I think our, our, ours was the first year that they were doing the <clears throat> the bachelor honors degree. Yeah. So they were they were testing out some new kind of features to the course. It was the first time that it was film and documentary as opposed to film okay. and TV. Yeah. So, and yeah. did you were you interested in documentary or were you? purely drama no I always, I always I went in there kind of hell bent on telling stories yeah, yeah. Um, fiction stories fiction yeah. um, that's not to say I don't have a love for documentary I do love watching documentaries I just think my um, <clears throat> my skill set is better suited to yeah. to drama yeah straight drama and um, your so your graduation film did quite well, right? Or was it was that actually your graduation? Um, so there was th- there was a film that I made while I was in third year, right? Okay, um, yeah. With, yeah, yeah, it was a monologue actually starring our mom, yeah, um, Deirdre. That um, that went empty nests. Yeah, yeah. We know it was ca- it was called Pockets, right. and it was about a woman who was kind of suffering from um, empty nest syndrome because actually it was it was kind of inspired by True Lights Tribe events because at the same time it was around the time that Jake would have kind of left home as well. So. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, I convinced her to be in this, this monologue as an exercise yeah, yeah. On, on the basis that nobody would see the film, the finished <laughs> finish film, and then, of course, yeah, so... And that was great. And the, did you, where did you end up with that? We we went to we went to Cannes with it yeah. actually. It was just a Cannes short film corner. Right. So yeah, yeah. It sounds better than it is. Right. Okay. But it still sounds pretty good to it's be like, hey, yeah, yeah. Cannes. Yeah, yeah. But it's actually just like they they, they accept about they accept hundreds of short okay. films yeah, yeah. from all over the world, and it's more of a networking right. uh, event. Yeah. Uh, you go over and you have to book a screening room. Okay. Um, but uh, a great eye-opening experience, nonetheless. Right. To go over um, and see. What sort of a rat race can is, you know, yeah, and, yeah. you know what, that 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 it is about, you know, business and fashion as much as film. Okay. Um, and actually, the following year, we made we made two films, and we we because you get two passes if you make a film and you submit it to the short film corner. So we submitted two of our films that we had done that year, and we got four passes. And myself, Jake, um, one of the producers, Jer. Uh, Tim and and also a fifth guy, Finton, <laughs> our cinematographer, went over and yeah. it, like it was a lot better going the second time because I knew exactly what to expect. Okay. I knew what the short film corner was. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. going over with the hype of like, oh yeah. my god, I've got a film in can. Yeah, I, yeah. I like I knew what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew how to get the best value out of the experience. Cool. Uh, so it was about meeting. It became about meeting other short filmmakers at yeah. our level around the world and making connections. And right. actually, that was. 
That was great. Cool. So yeah, w- would you recommend it to any of our listeners that might be thinking? Absolutely, about it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, like it's cheap enough to get a to get flights to to Nice. Yeah. Um, if you if you book relatively early, and yeah. then we stayed both times. I stayed in a place outside Cannes called Antibes. Yeah. Um, but just to know what it is, like I mean, it's yeah. not. It, it sounds like the best thing in the world. And sometimes you see these big lengthy yeah. posts on Facebook about um about how much of an honor it is to get accepted to Cannes. And for some ex- to some extent, that's actually what happened with with my film, although it was outside of my control. I, I wasn't doing any of the posting. Right, okay. um, GMIT put it on a press release, and right. the papers just picked it picked it up and ran with it. And so there was like, there's okay, these okay. Irish Times articles and yeah. everything, and uh, saying, you know, Galway student, like, accepted for Cannes Film right. Festival. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, so much, it, it got so much... Um, uh, coverage that we actually got an email from the head of the the can fucking committee sorry the can <laughs> committee just to edit yeah. that out <laughs> yeah. um, saying like look can you please take down this article because it's misleading information right, like okay. and, wow. and the, the person who'd written the Irish Times article was cc'd in that email as well so wow. it's kind of embarrassing all around you know okay. but, but yeah <laughs> like, but completely out of your yeah oh, yeah no but yeah. it was great in that I got to go and like the college were very supportive because they sent yeah. a lecturer yeah. my lecturer Phelan came over with me the first year and he had programmed the film FLA for a number of years so he he knew where like what this what to do he knew how to right. play the game and okay. he he gave me lots of good advice um, right. and although he couldn't go into the palais himself because he hadn't a pass he he was able to like you know point me in in the direction of where to go and wh- how much to see and just to take in so yeah. that when i went back i i kind of had a sense and like my first I mean, our first impression when we went in was just like, it's kind of soul-crushing going in because there's a space about the size of two football fields and every uh, country in the world yeah. has a stand there and all of them are selling about eight films. So you, you're kind of thinking, you go yeah. to all this work to make a film yeah. and that's actually only the beginning of the journey. Yeah. You've got you to sell it. You've got to yeah. make it. Like films are products as much as toothpaste. And seeing yeah, that yeah, was yeah. like... Just you know, kind of s- destroyed my soul for a little right. bit. Okay, my soul is intact again, but you know, <laughs> right? But yeah, it, it was. That's the the big bad dark side of the. Yeah, but once you accept that, and once yeah, you know what yeah, it is, yeah. it's a great. It's it's like it's amazing, yeah. isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. All the it's yachts are parked up, and right. yeah, you get yeah. to feel like yeah. you know you're 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 somebody. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's cool. And then like so, coming out of college, you had this kind of good experience. Uh, what was the next couple of years like? Were you just mad trying to make as much as you can? Are you trying to make a living at the same time as well? How do you manage all that? Yeah, so since then, um, we are. I mean, we're 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 finding it difficult. Like we're we're banging our heads against the wall to try and make films all the time. Yeah, and we have been extremely active since then. I mean, we've set up um, a thing called Project Spatula. Yeah, could which you is, tell us? Yeah, so Project Spatula is a collective. Um, based in Galway, I essentially got everybody I had ever worked with into a room that I wanted to work with again into a room in yeah. Galway. And I said, look, guys, let's let's do this yeah. thing. And um, Project Spatula was born. Um, it's, it's, there's no meaning to the word spatula. It was, it was basically just I asked everybody to write down a meaningless prop on a piece of paper. We all voted on the best one. It was spatula. And it, so the, right. it became Project Spatula. Has a nice ring to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. the goal is it's, a, it's like a band. It's, it's, right. a, it's a team of people that, uh, that make films and move across each project in the same capacity. So the, so the, you know, the production designer, Yvette Peake, right. is the same across each film. Okay. The cinematographer, Fintan uh, Garrity, is the same across each film. Jake scores all the films. I direct all the films. And it, what's the kind of philosophy behind that? Rather than say, let me, you know, you could have people mixing around, it's that people end up with this body of work. Well, the way we see it is it's our pack, it's the pack we right. run with, right. and um, and it, it offers more of an opportunity to in to one up ourselves, to right, better okay. ourselves from project to project. We can sit down as a team and we can say, okay, what did we do last time that didn't quite work out? What can we do next time to remedy that? Um, and so what we've what we found has happened is we've developed a, a shorthand as a team. Cool. So yeah. the kind of things, the kinks that need that take a while to iron out with with uh, when you're on new sets, um, you know when everybody's testing the waters because they haven't worked together. Yeah. That's gone. You know yeah. it's very efficient. You yeah. turn up on set. We've got a job to do. We know exactly. We've learned from mistakes. We've yeah. got that bulk of experience. We've made how many shorts? Like fifteen, sixteen shorts and a feature film now. Yeah. So we 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 have that. Um, 
we we just have each other's backs yeah. and there's a real it brings the love into it okay. I mean, even the moments that are kind of when you you know on any film when you're in the middle of a field and it's pissing rain and yeah. it's cold and it's like you've got five minutes to get the shot before yeah. the actor has to go yeah. like even those moments there's a bit of perspective on them it's okay. like look this isn't as bad as that time when yeah. so let's you know knuckle yeah, yeah. down and get it done and does that mean then that you're open to order right like say a writer can come I've got this would this be a, a, a project special a film yeah, yeah yeah absolutely so on the feature there were twelve there were twelve writers actually. So oh, really? Yeah, so we, we workshopped it over, over a couple of weeks. Okay. Um uh the the plot. We cast it and then um the actors came we invited the actors into the room and they became yeah they became writers as well. Yeah. And uh so so that that kind of air of collaboration is, is something that yeah. Project Spatula uh, holds up as its as its trump card. Probably shouldn't say trump card this <laughs> day and age, but yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, and uh, so then, Jake, you're you're like the composer for the collective, yeah, and you're doing college and all that stuff as well. So yeah, that that's cool that you're able to fold it all together. Yeah, I'm kind of behind the scenes kind of guy. Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 But he's moved back now to Galway, so he's yeah, he's, he's on set now. Okay. okay, so I was on set for the weekend shoot. Actually, we had a shoot last weekend, just okay. a couple of sketches. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. So you're kind of producing, or is it? Producing as well, I produce. Yeah, yeah I do. Yeah, yeah I do. Yeah. I do the whole package pretty yeah, much. Yeah. Um, yeah I, but also, what the one thing that I love about Project Spatula is it's more of a you know collaboration. You have a certain amount of freedom to experiment with. Like for me, it's good to stretch different muscles, like different kinds of musical styles yeah. that I might have always wanted to try or to collaborate with other artists. Yeah, and learn from them. Cool. Uh, so it's kind of more. Uh, it's it's a, de- a developmental tool for everyone involved you know they get yeah. to work on their own craft yeah i mean like on that on that note jake and i have worked all our lives together you know uh in in this in, in the, like be it on music be it yeah. on film but the this this relationship that we've carved for ourselves the director composer relationship that we have mm. we see as being quite unique because we've actually like the the short films that we've made um and that we've scored to, together, or yeah. Dake has scored, and I've directed. Um, <coughs> they they go, they, they they spread out across a variety of different genres. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, ranging from you know improv jazz yeah. type s- style yeah. music to um, acapella barbershop. Yeah, to kind of percussion based. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's always cool knuckling down um, yeah. together when when we get uh, when Ryan cuts the picture yeah. and 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 thinking okay what are we going to do with this one what's what best emulates the style and the tone of this film yeah. how yeah. what approach and Jake very much takes the lead on that on that side of things and then you know he he scores and then we kind of he, yeah. he shows it to me, and I give give feedback. So it's, yeah, it's cool. cool. And uh, in the midst of all this, somewhere you won the Galway Pitching Award, right? That's right. Yeah, such a good <laughs> pitch. Could you, you just tell us about the pitch and kind of from that, if there was any kind of lessons in pitching that you picked up along the way? Sure. Um, so, yeah, 2015, when I just graduated college, I I won the Goey Film Flat Pitch Pitching Award with. Uh, an animated feature-length screenplay I I had I had written called uh, Utopia, which was about uh, a bunch of sheep in the sky who film dreams for the humans. Um, Such a great idea. Humans on Earth <laughs> when they go to sleep, you know, because the counting sheep metaphor as well. Like, yeah, yeah. So th- this this film is a is about like there's a whole hierarchy in in yeah. Utopia. There's the dream directors, there's the dream writers, people who have become famous, sheep who have become famous for writing dreams for the <laughs> likes of Martin Luther King, <laughs> and, um, Obama, and then at the bottom of this hierarchy you have the jumpers, and the jumpers' job is to jump over a fence. They're just a number. They yeah. just have to jump over a fence and it, it's kind of like a short before the main event to help humans go to sleep. Right. Uh, so it's about a jumper who wants to become a yeah. dream director. Um, so, yeah, so I pitched this project <laughs> and it was... <laughs> I signed it. It's very, very <laughs> Pixar. Like. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. Uh, literally the day before I pitched it, yeah. I was I, I was sitting in the Irish premiere for Inside Out. Right. Uh, now this is something I've been working on for like three years, right, and okay. you know the bit in Inside Out where it's like Dream Studios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my You're god! Like, Damn it! I yeah, know yeah, it was yeah, the yeah. day before, and like I had this oh big scare where I was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna have to change my pitch." Right. Yeah, yeah. So I I got onto a net and I was like, "Look, 
I, I, this has happened. I, can I can I change it? And so she was okay with me changing. It. And then I was like, no, no, you got to stick to your guns. Yeah. I had the whole pitch. I'd done it in front of Joseph. I had done it in front of Ryan. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, so yeah, I I the rest is history. Yeah. And then it's things like that, like that that happens. But like, you know, that was years ago. By the time sure you get around, but look at Co- look at Coco and the Book of Life. Right. I mean, yeah. we watched Coco together recently, and. Uh, there's a film that came out, out a couple of years previous to that um, called The Book of Life, which okay. is quite a similar concept. But they're really? both completely different. Yeah. They're both about Mexican Day of the Dead, and right. they're both about, you know, so, uh, uh, like a boy who yeah, plays yeah. guitar traveling to that place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but both are very, very different films because there's something very different at the heart of each, you know, yeah. and it's the heart of a story that really, you know, is the story. So, yeah. 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 So look at And what was your kind of idea behind, in terms of the pitch? You, keep it very simple or like um, how much plot would you give and that kind of thing it was a very concept heavy pitch <laughs> right so, okay um, because it's an interesting concept yeah, so when yeah, people yeah. listen to it they kind of think oh that's an interesting idea um, so it wasn't it wasn't very plot based and, and the pitch is only 90 seconds so okay. uh, there, yeah. I couldn't go into too much detail um, but uh, I, you know I think the more you can get it done like there's great I you know, save the cast. The, mm. the screenwriting book is a, he has great advice. It's yeah, like yeah. when everybody has to be able to pitch a movie. You know, when you go to the cinema um, with mm. your friends mm. and somebody says what's on, yeah. and you have to explain to them what's on to convince them to go and yeah. see the movie that you want to go see. That's a pitch. Yeah, yeah. So when you start thinking about your idea like that, yeah, um, you know, th- your pitch becomes infinitely better. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, and sorry, just for anyone's listening, there's a bit of building in the background so we, we can just show a shot of of the uh <laughs> the works of the works so that it <laughs> makes visual sense oh no this is a podcast <laughs> um so yeah did did you have interest in it after the pitch or is it yeah, yeah. Uh, production company uh signed an option agreement with them but nothing's happened since okay yeah okay this is the world of yeah exactly no look there's a lot for every idea that you know, comes to fruition. There's a hundred more that that don't. Yeah. Um, it's not completely off the table, mm. but nothing's happened in, in quite a while with it. So yeah. we've we've kind of we've powered on, and we're trying to we're trying to make so, like I you know I've always written stuff solely to have stuff to make. So right. Yeah. You yeah. Know, yeah. Um, I I kind of are quite impatient as a person in general, yeah, yeah. and uh, it's like when I write a script, I'm very excited about it. Generally, I just want to make it as soon as possible. Yeah. And now that um. I've got a, a team, you yeah. know, of people who who have made a lot of films with. That's 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 very easy to do. It's kind of yeah. like, yeah, bring them up, say, look, what do we think of this? Okay, yeah. let's go, 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 and then yeah. get it done. Yeah. Uh, so for both of you, it's all about kind of work ethic and hustle. Yeah, Would you, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we have to, like, we have to. We've had to make stuff for nothing, yeah. like for yeah. so long. Yeah. We've just gotten used to. Yeah, that that way of working, and actually, I think we we might be in a bit of a like a, a mental trap at the moment because it's like there is the because we we constantly do apply for funding and have done so for the last couple of years, but you get to a kind of mentality where you're just expecting them not to give you money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when like when you get that envelope through the post, you're just like, oh, here we go. You know, yeah. it doesn't even phase me anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like yeah. look at another one. Yeah. Uh, and you, that's can, you can tell how from how thick the letter is <laughs> yeah. if you got yeah, it or not. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. usually, if it's thin, you don't bother opening it. And that's it. like I'm, so we're just sending negative vibes yeah. in. The, and then of course you start being coming resentful of the institutions that mm. are there are, are in place to to help young, young filmmakers. And I mean, those institutions are 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 well intentioned, and yeah. that's what they're there to do. Yeah, yeah. And it's like you never know the circumstances, you know, that led for your project not being. You know, being picked, it could have yeah. been could have been the wrong place, the wrong times. Another a project that was very similar, but just a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pitch it to the post, or maybe the project they saved you from publication, as they say in the literary world, where yeah, it's yeah. like they read something they thought they kind of oh, you know, this this isn't as good as yeah. they, this person can give, so we're yeah. not going to give money. So, so it's it's important to consider all those things when you are feeling, mm. you know, resentful as as we do feel and as everybody feels at our level. Yeah, yeah. You know, 
because you build up a resilience, but also there's only so much. Like, like you know, yeah. And if it didn't hurt, then I genuinely don't know what I don't know what we're gonna do when we actually do have a project <laughs> to make a film. It's not gonna be the same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be like a nine to five job. Then. No big difference. <laughs> it's just the coffee's a little bit better. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> once you pay one person, you have to pay everyone, and it it goes, it yeah, goes yeah, really yeah, quick. Yeah. You yeah. know. Um. So, uh. So let's talk about the feature film. Tell us about the the origin. So you're saying you've kind of did it grow out of these workshops with the with the group it grew yeah so uh there was six seven of us uh seven of us six writers and myself as a facilitator uh who were meeting every week right every weekend uh, for a couple of hours and just uh, just the discipline of that that like you've managed to keep this group going for a year or two all these different creative voices like mm. What's is that a challenge or no? Um, Galway is vibrant, is a yeah. vibrant place full of you know, full of talent and enthusiasm. And um, it's really the environment that we've grown up in, yeah. Uh, Galway has really given given us uh, it's it's given it's the perfect you know, ground for growing yeah. s- something like the theater room or Project Spatula. Right. Um, so, or like Little Cinema go- uh, is is operating in Galway as well. Mm. There, it's an open mic um, every month. And so there's a really, it's a there's an environment that's really conducive to people doing stuff yeah. for the love of it. Yeah. So it's not, it's not difficult to convince all these people to meet up once a week. That right. was, that was a, that was a, uh, that wasn't a big ask. Okay. Um, yeah. <coughs> And so we met up every week and just brainstormed ideas like everything was on the table. We had a, you know, we had, I kind of loosely structured the session so that, the you know, there was a, the first hour, uh, nobody was allowed to say no to an idea. So, you know, the thing they do in Pixar where you have to just throw everything at the wall and write everything up. Yeah. And then we went through everything and a more structured sense of like, no, let's not do this or let's let's maybe go this direction. Yeah. So yeah, so that's that's how it was. Um, that's how it came about. And then over the course of maybe, then we then we cast it. We had a loose right. loose concept, yeah. and we cast it. Um, so I asked, I met, I had four coffees with each of the four actors who yeah. we had in mind yeah. for the parts, and I asked them to come on board without knowing what the script was about. Right. So um, they did. And, and had you worked with any of them on shorts before? Or? Had wor- we'd worked with. We did a film called Five Things You Need to Know About Dying a couple of years ago, okay. and one of them was was in that. But broadly speaking, no, um, right. we hadn't worked together before, apart from Gus, as I said, and and Anna had a small part in that film. Um, but then we we devised a series of improvisational kind of exercises that were based loosely on scene ideas we had. Yeah. Um, and I, di- I did these, I played these out with the actors, with the four actors. And uh, that was watched, that rehearsal was, was lo- watched live, live streamed to the writers in the other room. Okay. And they, they took notes, uh, yeah. dialogue that would, that would come flying at them. They, they were there to record it. And um, we did three of those sessions and then I told them what the script was about and then invited them into the room and then we structured it all together so that the actors had a, a, a part in forming their own destinies, you know. Okay. Um, so it was, a, it was an interesting way of working. Cool. And it, it you know, really paid off because I, I didn't really have to do anything on set. I just had to, I, you know, I, I never asked the question, what's your motivation? Because they knew that already. Yeah, they'd yeah. written, they par- had a part in writing the screenplay. That's cool. And how many shorts do you reckon you would have done before that and were they seen as was it seen as okay we're ready to make a feature now um i mean we as i said we've been making it's difficult to discern how many yeah um how many shorts because we've been making them our whole lives and it's like yeah. what counts as a short like we've yeah, done yeah, sketches yeah. we've yeah, done yeah. you know silly things when we were younger we've done and then we've done student mm. projects and then we've done shorts as project spatula say oh yeah well as project spatula i mean we had we had done about eight or nine shorts anyway. Right. By the time we decided we and wanted to feel make time, yeah, it felt like it time. did, yeah, yeah. And actually, it was easier than it. It was easier to make than a short. Really? Yeah, um, because <laughs> it was um, not because for me. Because once everybody, <laughs> yeah. but like the shoot was easier than a short shoot, because once everybody had committed to the, once we, like the harbor was getting everybody to commit to the the three week time frame. Right. But once that had happened, we did rigorously plan. We rigorously planned it, yeah. um, and then we had loads of time on 
on, on set each day to allocate towards each scene. Usually when you're shooting a short film, you've got like everything crammed into two or three days. Yeah. And it's total mania. Yeah. You know, but uh, this was three weeks long and everything, as I said, the work was done in prep. So yeah. we just turned up at nine and went home at five most days, okay. with the exception of the first week. And yeah. uh, we'd maybe two scenes a day to do. So it was like we had loads of time and wow. it was really chilled out. Cool. And everybody, as I said, had taken the time off anyway. So it was like, you know, and it, there were only really two locations. Then a bunch of miscellaneous ca- locations in the last week, but right, yeah, you know, yeah, for the yeah. bulk of it, it was two locations that we had secured for the two weeks. So cool. it was, yeah, it was so great. the nursing home was no, the, the nursing home. We were only in the nursing home for one day. Right. Okay. Um, we were. It was primarily in a house. The first week was a house down in Kerry, and the second week was a house in Barna. Both both of owned by the the writer Connor Quinlan's uh, parents. Okay. Cool. So it's like yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> about as frugal as you could get this yeah, thing. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Maybe just give us the the plot. Uh, so for anyone that hasn't seen it yet. Do you want to give no, you go for it. Yeah. The plot is about two oh, um, elderly people who are in a nursing home. Thaddeus and his new girlfriend Sally decide to escape in order to go down to um, Thaddeus' home on the west coast of Kerry to commit suicide. Uh, but they're, they're not depressed or anything, they just want to call it a day. Yeah. And they enlist the help of, their, of Thaddeus' granddaughter, Alice, to do that. Uh, she finds out about their plan, tries to, tries to stop them, tries to convince them not to do it. Cool. So, yeah. It's, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a comedy, as you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's great fun. Um, so what we're like... It sounds like a bit of a dream thing to do. Was uh, was the post production and the music was that challenging? Yeah, it was the biggest project I I had ever worked on. Right. You know, when it actually took up the one of the biggest problems I faced was having not enough memory on my computer really to store all of really yeah the the sessions. So I had to break it into sort of scenes and stuff. Okay. Um. So th- yeah, it was it was much more challenging than a short film yeah. um, but a lot more thought went into the music and I'm, and when I'm writing the themes as long as they're strong it it kind of carries through you know you know what to do with the movie so I, I spent actually most of the time writing musical themes okay. for uh, f- yeah for different aspects of the film and uh, and then just brought them back um, throughout when when they were needed yeah and there was one scene uh, or there's one theme uh, between Alice and her grandfather Thaddeus, um, it's it's kind of structured that it doesn't resolve. The theme doesn't resolve, but it doesn't have to resolve. It doesn't resolve until the end of the yeah. film, when when actually the film is resolved. You know, okay. um, so it was you know lo- lots of thought went into it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. what I and I had I had some guidance from my my uh, college supervisor as well. So okay. it was good. Cool. But what I find Jake is 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 one of his best talents is he he thinks in notes he just thinks differently to the rest of us so i will give a scene to jake um to score and not really have any idea um how or maybe having an idea of how mm. it might be scored mm. um and he he's very very good at like summating what the tone or the feeling of the scene is and then completely translating that into sound which I just I find fascinating because I don't know anybody else yeah. who can who can do that yeah. and uh, or certainly not as well as Jake right. so quite often what happens is when I hear the first draft of the movie um, score that Jake has composed it's something that is completely I haven't been expe- expecting some parts that I haven't even been expecting to be scored mm. but uh, have just been completely transformed by, by his addition yeah. um, and um, it's great because like like generally when people say uh, that a tone of the scene is, is perfect or whatever it's like the director gets the credit but yeah. I can I can say that in, in a lot of cases mm. especially when that scene is scored yeah. it's actually the, the music that kind of crafts that colour or gives it that colour yeah. and um, as I said I very much leave Jake to his own devices when, when, when I give him a film I might give him a loose guideline on you know what the style is but he just kind of he trans he just picks the 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 heart of the film and then manages to translate that into sound which is amazing yeah it's good yeah. cool um some composers they like to have like uh guide tracks or that kind of thing but obviously you 
that's not the way you work. That's not the way we work. No, yeah, actually, yeah. and I, I quite like that. Yeah. Um, sometimes I would ask Luke for, you know, for a guidance track or something. Yeah. You know, temp yeah. track, um, in cases where I might struggle with finding the tone or or the or the momentum of the scene. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's usually it's you know it's it's naked when I when it arrives on my yeah. in my lap. Yeah. And there's actually been a few films where Jake's uh, repeated. He's got this kind of distinctive style. Yeah, it's kind of formed over the the life yeah, of Spatula. Yeah, so like five things you need to know about dying. That film that I mentioned, we made that in what was it, 2014? Yeah, 2014 we made this film, and um, with a bunch of classmates. I was in my final year in, in school. Yeah. Actually, it was the second year or final year. I can't remember. Anyway, um, but there was the f- the first scene. It was about these lads who were going around interviewing old people about their regrets, the regrets of the dead, and. Um, they both hated their jobs, you know, um, and uh, Gus was in it. Gus, who was in the feature film, yeah. And um, the first scene is is a is a scene between one elderly gentleman and the two main characters. And uh, there's Jake kind of fashioned this amazing jaunty kind of playful uh, theme that kind of bounced in ar- in and around the dialogue. Mm. And I completely did not foresee it. I remember yeah, yeah. the first time I heard it, I was like. Where has this been all my life? This is absolutely perfect for the tone <laughs> of this film. And and since then, that theme or that style of that that music has mm. has reappeared into another couple couple of films that we've made together. So if I should become a stranger, and then also the feature as well. Um, and now more recently, our new uh, short film, the Butterfly Love the Song. Butterfly Love Song, and it's co- like it's 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 quite distinctively Jake. I mean, there's right. a couple of like percussion instruments anyway in there. What what do you call those things? Are you, castanets. Oh, castanets, yeah, that are like just so, when people, actually somebody said it to me recently, they were like, when they heard that, there's a castanet in Roses, in the score for Roses, mm. and they were like, that is just... What, if, cast, what type of instrument is it? It's like a Spanish flamenco in, instrument, you oh, know, okay. they usually hold them when they're dancing and right. they do, yeah, it yeah. kind of makes it... Okay, know, that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. sound. Uh, yeah, I can't, it's, you can't do it with your mouth or anything, it's yeah, like it's a like, really weird, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, and somebody heard this and they were like that is the sound of spatula and I was like right. so perfect yeah yes. so that kind of motif bounces around a lot of yeah, small yeah. percussion instruments like bongos or you know okay. even a wooden table or, yeah. or the side of a bongo you know yeah, yeah. or claps or and clicks and so stuff. you use instruments as much as you can try to yeah, yeah. it kind of convinces people that I'm using real orchestras to yeah. Yeah. Jake's yeah. very easy to buy Christmas presents for you just buy him like strange Some instruments weird. that nobody yeah. play he just puts it in his collection to be used and to <laughs> hear it back yeah. in a score like in a couple of years you cool. know um, so then you got it into Cork yeah, well yeah. Well, we, first of all, um, the first person who took a chance on it was was Will in Will Fitzgerald in Galway. I was in Galway. Galway. Oh, Galway. Yeah, Great. yeah. Cool. So we premiered in Galway, which was very special. Yeah, yeah. Um, of course, it was I the was first event to sell out. Yeah, it yeah. was uh. sold out in two days. It was because it was in a small cinema screen in the palace, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and because there's like forty people involved in the in project. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so we had uh, that was amazing. Because yeah. all of a sudden we're watching, like we used to ha- like booked out the top room in Busker Browns and like have these movie premieres for our short films yeah, yeah. where we'd all get dressed up and like it's <laughs> upstairs in a pub. But yeah, here yeah. we were in an actual cinema, you know, in Goey's new, newest art house cinema. Yeah, and yeah. That was really amazing to see that. Actually, it was kind of excruciating watching it because usually my ass is only tightening for like 10 minutes when, people are, when I'm <laughs> yeah, in the room. Yeah, yeah. But now it was uh, like my, my ass is a six pack now. It was <laughs> for so long. Uh, and then, yeah, did you have a Q&A for that one? We did, yeah. yeah. We, we only had time for one question. Like everybody came up on stage. Yeah. <laughs> they were yeah. like, okay, we'll just have two people on stage. Everybody goes up on stage. And uh, we only had time for one or two questions from the audience. But Cork... Um, Cork Film Festival, there was yeah. about 20 of us that went down. Yeah. And that was a great event because, I mean, all of a sudden, you know you know that moment where you're walking in the into a cinema screen and there's a, the big wall that separates the tunnel, the entry tunnel from the audience. Yeah, yeah. And you can't see how full the screen is. Yeah, yeah. Like I, myself and Murren, the lead actor, were walking in the cinema uh, and I, I, we rounded the corner and the whole place was full wow. of people I had never met yeah, and seen yeah. before. And that was... That was a really amazing moment. Cool. Because it was like, we were expecting 
us and maybe a few stragglers yeah, yeah. And which into venue? the screen. It was the Gate Cinema. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. It's so a big screen. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was amazing. There was about two hundred people there, and yeah, um, and we got a shout out from the Journal and Film Ireland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Film Ireland then did a review of, of yeah. our film afterwards. There was a reviewer in there, yeah. and uh, you know, all of a sudden, like we're being talked about, and like you know, in in the third person, using our second names only, like yeah, Morgan. Yeah. Did this, Morgan? Did this is like so strange, you know. It's cool, um, and uh, so that was a great experience. And that that Q and A was quite thorough because yeah. we had about they screened one of our shorts, Battleship, and then they screened our oh, our, wow. our feature. Yeah, so we had a double bill, and then and then the the Q and A lasted about twenty five minutes. Cool, and it wasn't all your family in. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, it was yeah. actually people who 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 turned up yeah. because they had read about the film or they had. Yeah, that's a great thing about Cork, isn't it? Yeah, well, we've all, for fun. Remember myself? Do you remember Jake? When the two of us and Mom went down to Cork, and we watched this. We watched a program of short films. We watched a documentary. We watched Harold and Maud, and then we watched Harold and Maud was on. Yeah, yeah, they were screening Harold and Maud, and then we watched uh, the Seven Psychopaths. Yeah. There was a short film we watched. Do you remember this one where there were the builders were in the house and they were just going around smashing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the short was I can't remember what it was called, but it was just ten minutes of people smashing things in a house. Like there was no dialogue. And at some stage, did it go into like this Tetris yeah. moment where they were throwing stuff out the window into abs- a skip? It was like we laughed so hard. <laughs> yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, so sometimes like especially with a feature it can feel like once you've gotten to just make it it's you're nearly exhausted but mm. now the the kind of the really hard part starts so mm. what's kind of next for the feature well we've actually got a screening coming up two screenings coming up of the feature on our home turf in Galway in the Nuns Island Theatre cool. on the 6th and 7th yeah um so those are open to the public. So we can. We, so we're going to actually. We've split the evening in two. At six o'clock, we we're going to do a best of screening. Okay. It's kind of a celebratory event because yeah. we, we we we've actually we don't get many chances to sit and watch what we've made as a team. Yeah. Um. Because the first year we lobbed everything up online, and this year, all the stuff we've made we put on the festival circuit and you know yourself when you're making stuff for the festival yeah. circuit like it's put seven months before you actually get to see it yeah, yeah. as a team um, yeah. so this is going to be a very special event because at six o'clock on both the Thursday and Friday the sixth and seventh we're going to screen uh, ten of our shorts um, so it's a selection of our, our the short films that we've made yeah. um, some of them in conjunction with Block Tiji Kahar who have been who were very appreciative of? I mean, they have really taken a chance on us, cool. and that's so just block. This is like the kind of the the app. Is yes, it yes, app, it's right? a TG Car. Um, it's it's like a, their 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 online presence. They've got a, like they've crafted this this channel. Um, it's kind of aimed at younger audience. Yeah, eighteen to thirty five audience. Yeah. Um, so Project Spatula, you know, have been making films in conjunction with Block now cool. for for the best part of a year. So, Great. um. Yeah, so that's very cool. Jane, Jane up the on on the con Gaelga Lawrence as well, and Gaelga Olam. Yeah, V me Leifa, but like yeah, by me Leifa Arish. Yeah, I'm going back. I'm, yeah, you're I'm retreating. Going, no, no, I'm going to do oh. <laughs> Irish classes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. V me Leifa fresh in that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, touch. Yeah, touch. Yeah, touch. Jackery can they usage like? Cause yeah. Uh, yeah, but you're in Galway, so you have yeah, less of an that's excuse. <laughs> uh, that's great. Um, might just finish up with a question. Uh, I'll go with both of you. So, what is we'll start with like your kind of the least favorite thing or the hardest thing about what you do, and then finish with your favorite. Okay, do you want to start with me? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Okay, the least. Okay, so the hardest thing is probably coming up with the themes that's usually what takes the most time but it's also kind of the funnest thing as well at the same time um yeah and then i do actually i do some conducting that's another thing that i really love but it's also hard it's kind of a these two things kind of overlap yeah with with my work um so i was apprentice conductor to a, a woman called cecilia weston last last year um and she conducted the movie scores of uh, baz Luhrmann's films uh romeo and juliet 
Love Actually, all of those kind of films. So um, I'm kind of up and coming conductor and hopefully uh, we'll get a chance to conduct a film score soon enough. Cool. Yeah. Um, so that that would be the best thing uh, is hearing the music played by an orchestra, I think. Yeah. 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 That's the moment. That sounds yeah, pretty special. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, har- the hardest is a very, very pragmatic, simple answer is after you click export on the project yeah. and <laughs> waiting for it to get to 100% without uh, Premiere Pro going project failed, you know, or transferring yeah, yeah. a file from one computer to the next. Our editor, Ryan, uh, lives in London, so, you know, there's lots of har- sending of hard drives oh, in the gosh. post and yeah, sending yeah. back and transfer issues. And, yeah. I mean, his patience, I don't know how he does it, like, because I'm... Just God, I just hate that so that that section of the film yeah. process when it's all done and just cooking it, the actual mm. cooking of it, yeah, yeah, or transferring it or when making a DCP, yeah, 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 and just sitting in the cinema being like, please don't crap out in the middle of the film, please let the sound be in sync, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, the bit I love most is um, the doing of it. I have to say, I love, there's a part of me that, there's the half of me that loves writing, that loves, you know, sitting in a closed room with the, with, with the, with the curtains closed and dreaming up new ideas. Yeah. But then there's the other half of me that loves, uh, and is, acknowledges that this is a people sport. Yeah. That, uh, things are made together with a team. No yeah. one person makes a film. Uh, so the actual, uh, buzz on set of talking to Yvette, talking to you know Stephen, talking to Jake, talking to Fenton, making these dis- decisions. Uh, but uh, and then and then working with actors and and watching an actor give a take that you know is is the best that they can do, and yeah. and knowing that you in some way help them achieve that, that's that's the best thing. Cool. That's what it's all about. Lads, we we'll leave it there. Uh, thanks so much for coming. I really enjoyed thanks, this Paul. conversation. Okay. Thank you, Cheers. Best of luck. Hello, how are you? It was a bit dramatic, the post maybe, and part of you goes, oh shit, now. You feel like you have to leave now. Well, there's that, (laughs) and there's me, and then it's like your mates texting you going, geez, what's going on? Like, can can we go for going away pints and all this kind of stuff? (laughs) Hello, my name is Dave Hanrowdy, and there will be no encore, your weekly music smackdown every Friday on the Headstuff Podcast Network.